Good news when it comes to your happiness. The best is yet to come. Is childhood really the happiest period of a person's life? Well, new study finds you might have to wait it a while to really find out the, the bright side of life. A team of international researchers found that a child's life satisfaction actually decreases between the ages of 9 and 16 huh. before rising. This is happiness. And peaking at age 70. Really? So why the drop off at age nine? Well, you can blame puberty and all the social and emotional challenges (laughs) of being a tween or teen. Hey, do you wish you had more support from family and friends when it comes to parenting? Coming up, people are getting the advice they need from a surprising source. Hey, do you wish you had more support from family and friends when it comes to parenting, but they live far away? I know I've watched my sisters, the ones that live close to grandma and grandpa are like, you're, it's so great. And the ones that are far mm. away are like, you're so lucky. Well, a woman, a woman named Flo Rosen, who's a retired pediatrician, never dreamed that when she became a grandmother to a little baby boy named Trent, that she would become an internet sensation. Mm. She started Ask Booby or Bubby, is that how you say it? Bubby, Bubby. Grandma, and uh, uh, well, on social media, and people started, they're just loving her. She's going viral. And uh, <laughs> here's one of her little tips. But the thing to remember is if you don't get a burp in the first minute, give up. I've never heard that. If you don't get a burp in the first minute, give up. One that's of her- a, well, that, wait, man, that's a good life lesson, like even as you're an adult. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Another tip of hers is to really make sure bedtime is different, that there's something that distinguishes it, like turn the lights down dim, get your baby as relaxed as you can, mm. make sure they're dry, make sure they're fed, and ideally put them down when they're awake so they can learn to self-soothe and get themselves down to sleep. And uh, that one we just played for you, that How to Birth a Baby TikTok, mm-hmm. has over 2 million views. No kidding. So go Bubby. Oh, yeah, there you go. Kev, I know you say that your wife, Tracy, is pining for grandkids. Oh, big time. And I Huge. keep getting reminded over and over again about the lure, the draw of the grandkids. I'll tell you what's <laughs> going on in just a minute. I'll never forget when a pretty famous reporter became a grandmother for the first time. And she wrote a book about how, yeah, parenting's great, but when you're a grandparent, it's like your heart's going to explode. You're so in love Wonder why with this is. kid. Why yeah, I don't know. They say the bond between grandparents and grandkids is so much deeper and stronger than the mom and dad. And um, Deeper and stronger? Like, hmm. it's just like hmm. everyone I've heard of who becomes a grandparent are like... Deeper Their and love is just like so, so deep and I'll so have to strong. Wait and see about that one. But. And I've I've <laughs> had a couple of examples of that in my life just in the last week. One is um, I had invited. Remember, I told you on the radio, Kev, that I invited my mom to um, to come for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I was like, Mom, I'll fly you up. Come visit us. And she was like, No, honey, I like my own bed and my own house. And I was like, You know what? I respect that, Mom. I get it. And she called me the other day, and she goes. I need to tell you something. I'm going to I'm going to throw you a curveball. And she goes, I said, what, mom? And she goes, I changed my mind. I want to come. And I immediately was like, yay, my mommy loves me. And she immediately started talking about her two granddaughters who live down the street. <laughs> it was not about. She's like, yeah, I started thinking about it. And I haven't seen Ava in a while. When Laura was here, she was busy with her homework for college. And I just really want to see those girls. <laughs> and I was like, 
Oh, oh. Well, <laughs> second fiddle's better than not being in the band, right? right. <laughs> so we're talking about uh, gr- the grandparent grandparenting, and I think it's specifically grandmothers, Kev. When I saw you, like, oh, what? I, I did a little research, and I found out they studied the brains of women and showed them pictures of their grandchildren and their own children, and their their brains light up way more. Uh, the empathy... Uh, emotional empathy lit up way more with grandkids than their own kids. Mm. So I guess that's where they're talking about that bond. But um, anyway, I have another example of, I, I was telling you earlier, I had two examples of that bond between grandparents and grandkids. And the one I wanted to tell you about is someone you know, Kev, Stephanie, who owns the French restaurant, La Petite Maison. Remember she brought you food for your birthday yeah, one time? great lady. Um, well, sh- I found out she is opening a restaurant, a beach club in France, just so she can be by the grandkids. Wow, that's how that's how strong the pull is. She's going to do her restaurant here in the United States halftime, and the restaurant in France halftime, just so she can be with her grandchildren more often. Wow. Hey, have your kids ever tried to cut their own hair? <laughs> Everybody's got a good story, right? In fact, we'd yeah. love to hear yours. Uh, some of us, like me, weren't as brave, and we only cut our dolls' hair. Well, check this out. A 15-year-old big sister in Texas was in the middle of doing a TikTok when her 8-year-old sister freaked out after she decided to cut her own bangs. It was right before picture day at school. <laughs> Whoop, hold on. Here you go. Do not move a muscle. <gasps> Those are cute! <laughs> so she went from literally screaming on the TikTok, which we edited out for you. We, we didn't want you to have to hear the scream. Uh-huh. Um, to, oh... Because that's what her big sister did. She Googled how to cut bangs, mm-hmm. watched a TikTok tutorial, and in under six minutes, they were from, we're dead, mom's going to be so upset, <laughs> to, hey, we're pretty good at this. Their mom is still angry, of but she's okay with the bangs now. Wow. Uh, hide the scissors, mom. Because <laughs> <laughs> this time it turned out okay, maybe not so uh, lucky next time. We're talking about times that your kids, my kids did it. I got a million stories of this, uh, that they cut their own hair. We'd love to hear from you with some some horror stories. All right, Cal, you, you have a hair good kids cutting their own hair story. Let's hear it. So we were uh, at the in-laws and our children, uh, Cameron was about five years old and our daughter, Caitlin, was three. Okay. And they were playing in the basement, having a big time. And they were down there just for a few minutes. And our daughter, we had put these really cute, her hair in uh, ponytails, Uh-oh. and uh, they came upstairs and said, hey, look, Mom, look, Dad, Cam has just cut one of my ponytails off. <gasps> of course, my wife was not happy. Yeah, that's putting it mildly, I'm sure. You know, so half of her hair was about, you know, one inch long, and the other <laughs> half of her hair was <laughs> nice and long, and uh, uh-huh. so... The next day, we actually just end up shaving her head. <gasps> oh, no. Well, you know, just to make it all even. Yeah. It's okay, it's going to grow. And then she was staying, she was actually at a, a little, you know, dual daycare at three years old. And I took her in the next morning. And the teacher, you know, when she saw her, kind of looked at me, looked at her. And I was like, I'll tell you later, <laughs> you know. But the kids, they didn't even notice. Ah. They came in. They hugged her. So good to see you, Kaylin. How you doing? Aww. I thought that was so interesting how these little children didn't even pay attention, yeah, right? Yeah, that's so sweet. And of course, so the hair sweet. grew back, and now she's 
25 years old, and she's, you know, gorgeous and all is well. Oh, <laughs> what a story to lose all your hair. Oh. <laughs> Thanks so yeah. much for sharing yeah. that with us, Cal. Yeah, we appreciate great story. you. Absolutely, and we really appreciate you guys. I've been listening for many, many years, and so just appreciate you all quite a bit. Oh, thank, thank you. you have so no idea much. how much that means to us, particularly today. Thank you. We'll talk to you later. Absolutely. So we have five dogs all running around our yard all the time. We never know what we're going to find in our backyard that those dogs will dig up or chase down. But wait till you hear what literally landed in someone's backyard the other day. We're going to talk about it next. Did you hear about this uh, family, Taylor? South Carolina, everybody's been glued about the uh, glued to their TVs, uh, the news anyway, about the uh, story of the fighter jet that went dis- that disappeared. Right. That went missing. And the, the pilot just, uh, he just ejected. He was like, mm-hmm. something's wrong. I'm out of here. And he ejected. He landed in somebody's backyard. No you, way. Yeah, could you imagine that? You're like, <laughs> I don't know. You're inside having your morning coffee or you know doing whatever. Yeah. All of a sudden... <laughs> You see this guy, and then the ropes from the parachute, and then the parachute comes down in your backyard. Whoa. Right? You would be That'd like, be phenomenal. what's going on right now? And I but, thought it was exciting to spot a hot air balloon or the blimp. Right, or just anything. So what is something weird that, that obviously most of us have not had a F, what is it, an F-15 fighter pilot land in our backyard? But what is something weird that's turned up in your backyard? It's like, where did that come from? Hey, Hunter, so what weird thing turned up in your backyard? Well, me and my dad were exploring our backyard, and we found this 1950s car, like this 1950s no way. Ford. <laughs> it, wait, wait, wait. was it buried? Was it just sitting there? It was just sitting there, and a tree was, like, growing in it. No, no kidding. Way. She I, must have a pretty significant backyard then. Yeah, and um, we found, like, this shed full of, like, beds and I guess stuff to make like moonshine or something. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. There were some interesting people living in that house before you. (laughs) If you find an old moonshine factory in your backyard, you might be a redneck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) This might possibly be the easiest thing you can do to boost your health. All right. You want to take a guess? Get a good night's sleep. Ooh, that's a good one. I would have guessed maybe drinking enough water. It is humming along to your favorite song. Hmm. What health benefit? <laughs> See what I did there? I, yeah, that was technically a hum, right? Yeah. What now? You what health benefits? You ask? Okay. They include reducing stress, helping you breathe <laughs> more easily, relieving sinus <laughs> congestion, lowering your blood pressure, and lifting your mood. They say the vibration soothes your parasympathetic nervous system, and it's even good for our spiritual lives your to hum. Par- parasympathetic nerve system. I'm Googling that later. <laughs> Find out what that is. The only thing they didn't cover in this is, is based on your example just now, is how much does humming annoy your coworkers? Like, is that, I don't know. You tell me. Was that annoying? I mean, not for that short period of time, but if you were to hum all day, do you think... Mm-hmm. Why don't we try it today? I'll follow you around and hum. I'll do it to you. <laughs> no, nah, let's not. I'm annoyed already. <laughs> Coming up, can't wait to tell you this story about the power of the kindness of strangers. Hey, this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. This is such a great story about the power of the kindness of strangers. A 19-year-old kid from Lawrenceville, Georgia, was running from police in his car. He was racing away and crashed. Well, it gets worse. 
He got trapped under the wrecked car and couldn't breathe. So cops grabbed people who happened to be nearby and they worked together to lift the car off him. Can you breathe? You lift it up. One, two, three, push. He's out. He's going to be okay. Mm. He's facing charges for speeding, reckless driving, and fleeing police, but he's just so blessed to be alive. Wow, no kidding. And those police, how police officers can just like turn it off and move to, okay, this is no longer pursuing a bad guy. This is saving someone's life. Yeah. I mean, the the emotional bandwidth that our law enforcement people have to have to do their job, just incredible. And we can't say thank you enough. I think every parent has experienced this. Your kid goes to a friend's house for dinner or to spend the night, and when you pick them up, they're like... Oh my gosh, your child was so well behaved. They helped clear that they helped do the dishes and you're like, my, my kid, my kid did that. Let's talk about that next. So I think every parent has experienced their child goes and like spends the night at another kid's house or goes to dinner and the parents just rave about your child's behavior and they report on things that they don't do at home, but they did there. Like, well, they helped clear the table and they did the dishes. You're like, my kid did. They ate all their broccoli. What? (laughs) At my house, they can't even stand the smell of it. They ate it all there. So, but that doesn't stop when your kids get older. Like my youngest daughter, um, we have watched her trying and experiencing new things. And of course, there's a boy involved. Um, But things like she would not touch. My wife is a fantastic cook. One of her specialties is making ribeye on the grill. Oh, wow. She seasons it and like cooks it. She's got like the technique down perfectly. It is so good. It's like melt in your mouth good. April constantly turn her nose up. I don't like red meat. I don't eat steak. I don't like it. Boyfriend comes along. They go out to dinner. What does she get on her birthday? Surf and turf. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Yeah, so it's almost like reliving that thing again where your kid comes home from being with friends. Instead, I see pictures of her birthday dinner. I'm like... That steak. I know it was so good, Dad. <laughs> Her eyes have been opened. Yeah. Because a very handsome boy said yeah, steak yeah, yeah. is good. So just because they get older does not mean that that surprising, the surprising changes in behavior <laughs> will happen. So we're talking about how our kids, uh, when they're young and even when they get a little bit older, they can shock you with their their changing behavior. You're like, my child, who are you? I think a lot of parents are going to experience that for the first time. Uh, in a couple of months, when their child, who they sent off in August or early September to college, and they you know helped them set up their dorm room, and they left them there for two or three months when they come home for Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. And it's a whole new kid. You put the turkey out on the table, and they declare, oh, I should have told you I'm vegan now. <laughs> okay. That's funny. <laughs> right? Uh... Or, or eight million other ideas that they uh, come home with that you're like, well, that's interesting, honey. Yeah. <laughs> that first visit after they go off to school. You've told me so many times over the years with your four kids that like stuff that you've told your kids for 15 years, then uh-huh. all of a sudden they're like, dad, guess what? As if it's brand new. Oh, yeah. Even yeah, though yeah. you've been telling them that for 15 years. Right. Oh, that's a uh, kids planning. <laughs> it has to that. be their idea. They have to hear it from someone else, preferably a professor in a cable knit sweater with a beard. And horn rim glasses. They hear it from him. It's genius wisdom. They hear it from you. And it's like, Dad. <laughs> Should you be putting this in your toilet? There's a hack going viral that says you should put a clove of garlic in the commode at night. <laughs> Peel one clove, drop it in the bowl, and let it soak. You're supposed to do it twice a week. 
And they say it'll help with lingering bathroom smells. <laughs> Some people think it's a total epic waste of garlic, and maybe you should just clean your toilet more often. <laughs> Change your diet. <laughs> if it smells that it's bad. That stinky. Yeah. There, right. Maybe, maybe you need a little more fiber, or maybe a little less fibers. I don't know. Whatever. Talk to your doctor. <laughs> you figure it out. I love the twists and turns in the story that is the storyline that is with our producer. His kids saving up for something. Mm-hmm. Remember the one time like at, they actually like got a credit and then they had to pay, <laughs> they pay back. him back, right? Well, a Griff says apparently they're paying, they're saving up for something new now. Oh, okay. We'll find out what it is next. Griff jumped in the studio with us, and the kids are saving up for something new. What is it, Griff? Oh yes, yeah. If they have it their way, our family will be expanding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. What? Yeah. Well, Hello, I've been saying that for years. No. Like, Sarah's probably pining for another kid. No, no, no. Not with kids, with pets. They uh, want more pets, and they want to save up money to buy these pets. They're thinking, well, if we have the money, we can get the pets. That, they think that's oh, the only obstacle yeah. to making the it happen. upfront cost mm-hmm. is the cheapest part. <laughs> right, they don't understand that you need, like, a cage or whatever, and food and stuff, mm-hmm. and yeah, my son wants a bird oh, for some reason. Oh, wow. He would really love a parrot. I think, but he has settled for a parakeet. Hmm. Okay. I guess they're cheaper. What is a parakeet? I don't know what that is. Is it smaller or something? I think Small it's called bird. a parakeet. parakeet. Like if there's a T on the end. Keet. Parakeet. <laughs> I don't know. Some bird. But like he doesn't understand. You need, you need the cage. You need food. Yeah. And he's going to clean up after who's this Who's going to watch the bird when he wants well, to go on a beach vacation right, with right. grandma and grandpa? Right. Who's yeah. going to clean up after it? That's, duh. Uh, <laughs> you look in the mirror lately? <laughs> and my daughter wants a guinea pig for some reason. Oh, so like, oh. Um, no. I just realized something. No, this is all your fault, Griff. Why? Because you've been saying for years or one of you guys or maybe Kevin gave you the idea and you did it that it's great entertainment to take your kids to the pet store because it's free. That's true. Mm-hmm. We've done so that. It's totally it is. Your fault. <laughs> yeah. it is. They the see result. these animals. <laughs> so what, what do you think the end result's going to be? Are you going to are you going to cave? Uh, I'm not. My <laughs> wife is kind of acting like this is a possibility. <gasps> okay. But I'm like, no, 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 no. Here's Uh-oh. what's going to happen. This is what happened in my house. Um, the girls wanted rabbits. Yeah. I was like, we're not getting a, they wanted a rabbit. We're not getting a rabbit. I'm adamantly against getting a rabbit. They went to look at a rabbit. And me saying no rabbits, they came home with two. What? <laughs> yes. Wow. We wound up having two rabbits. Dad got the cage, the whole. Oh yeah, but mom and and three girls going. Please, 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 please. You can't even hear dad going. No, no. <laughs> if you allow this to to own landscape in Sarah's head, you are done, my friend. You it are already gonna be, does. You're going to be cleaning <laughs> nope, a bird nope, cage not for happening. years to come. No. I already cleaned the litter box. Like <laughs> I, I'm not adding more. Well, just add it to the list (laughs) maybe like this is litter box day and birdcage day when you were little do you remember what you wanted to be when you grew up did you have did you change every week we're going to talk about that next so when you were little like really little do you remember what you wanted to be when you grew up i don't know if i have that strong of a memory and a lot of times kids will change it every week like one week they want to be a nurse. Yeah. The next week they want to be a firefighter. The next week they want of, to be yeah, a teacher. A lot of different things. I remember little uh, an actor for a while. Oh wow! Uh, baseball That's cool. player. 
Uh-huh. Uh, then realizing hockey, right? that my other friends were way better at baseball than me, umpire, hockey player, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, like probably a lot of stuff. I like love that you remember all that. Yeah, yeah, totally. I just don't have the best memory. Well, um, a friend of yours, Kev Max, who's a personal trainer, yeah, he posted the most adorable photo I've ever seen in my life the other day. His little five-year-old daughter wants to be when she grows up. She would like to be an ice cream doctor. <laughs> and so the picture had her in a white lab coat uh-huh. and a pink stethoscope. <laughs> and that's what she said. I want to be an ice cream doctor when I wake when I grow up, Daddy. Is that a doctor who treats ice cream or is that a doctor who prescribes ice cream? I, I think we would you. have to ask his daughter I'm to know headache. for sure. Oh, that you need Rocky Road. <laughs> <laughs> No, this this is a case for moose tracks. <laughs> right, this exactly. is serious. What what ice cream do you Someone prescribe? Nine one one for what, what for specific ailments? <laughs> so, do your kids do that? Do they change who they want to be when they grow up from week to week? We'd love to hear from you. Hey, so we're talking about our kids and and how they can change what they want to be when they grow up, like with the turn of a dime. Right. Oh, I'm good. They're all 100 percent invested in one thing, and then the next day, uh, oh, I don't, I don't like that anymore. I was, I was a little kid back then. <laughs> but mm-hmm. you know what? The, one of my kids has been tunnel visioned on what they wanted to do when they grew up, and that's my son Kyle. Yeah. The, the minute he got behind a drum set, I think he was hooked from that moment on. And after the sixth grade talent show. He, he looked at me in all sincerity as we're driving home with his drums rattling around in the back of the minivan. Dad, I don't ever want to do anything else. And he never has. That's, that's so cool to have that clear of purpose starting yeah. that young. When he got in middle school, he heard about Berklee College of Music. He made that his goal. That's the mm-hmm. that's the best contemporary music school in the world. That's where I want to go. That's where not only did he go, he got a half scholarship. Yeah. And then after that, he's like, I'm going to be a recording and touring musician. And that's what he's doing. That's all he's ever done. Fantastic. Yeah. So um, he and I understand he's kind of rare. Like, I don't know any other kids that have known from that age. I mean, plenty of kids will say like, like I did, I'm going to be a hockey player. I had neither the skills nor physical ability to do mm-hmm. it. You know, so it's rare that you have someone with the drive and the ability and they keep pursuing it. It's very rare. Like you hear about it a little bit with like gymnasts or baseball players. But then you also think of how many people had that dream, like right. Kyle, to be a drummer, but then never achieved the dream. But he's living his dream. Yeah.